mic are up. Uh, our brains are ready. Uh, mouths are talking, and we are about to start the first episode of our podcast, darling. Woo! Woo! I think you'll hate this. I'm your host, Ollie Vinnie. And I'm your other host, Sadie. I don't know why I use my last name, but I think we're just going to roll with it. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, this is our very first episode, so just to recap, for those of you who don't know what we're on about, um, this podcast is basically going to involve the two of us just making each other experience a, what we've described as a human-created thing, because, yeah. like... We couldn't really think Whatever of a better word. Whatever that means. Um, we basically couldn't think of another word, and it's going to be just a thing that a human has done. It so, could, it, books, movies, um, historical albums, manuscripts, historical manuscripts, because I'm a big nerd, um, pottery, pottery. Uh, uh, I, I don't know, um, carpentry, I yeah. um, makes Sadie ride a roller coaster at some point. Oh god, I don't hate that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, getting getting on to the topic, how's your week been, Ollie? It's been great. Has it? No, it hasn't, actually. I've been pretty ill. <laughs> That's right. As, as everyone's been pretty ill. It is I've, that season. I had, like, some sort of stomach flu. I don't know what the fuck it was. Yeah. I've been... So, for context, we live together, and Ollie's been coming to me going, like, Sadie, my tummy hurts, like, here. Is it appendicitis? And I'm like, I think that's where your gallbladder is. Yeah. But <laughs> wouldn't know. No. If you told me that was where the appendicitis is, I would have... <laughs> where the appendicitis... Yeah. This is... Okay, I, I just made the point by saying that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We know what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it was, it, it was alright. I got, you know, prepped podcast stuff. Yeah. Um, work, like a million things. It honestly wasn't that fun of a week. Wish I had a more fun week to report on before the first episode of the podcast, but... I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm going to give you guys the real, honest truth. The real, honest truth. How was your week, Sadie? Well, I think it's going to be me saying how my week was in the exact same way every single week. Um, in the fact that <laughs> I'm really busy, Ollie. Yeah. Um, I've been stressing about my master's application. Yeah. And I've been stressing about getting all my readings done. Yeah. Um... For context, we go to uni. We do also go to uni, yeah. We don't, who knows where? Who knows do we want to specify that? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I mean people will know because people, we're, we're going we, to get that. We go to King's. <laughs> <laughs> we go to King's College London um, because this is done kind of in partnership with KCR Radio. Um, yeah. big, big shout out, big thank you to them. We're currently yeah. sat in the studio. Um, so. Well, this podcast is built on the bones of KCR. On the boat that implies that Casey already was dead, and we are like, <laughs> we're like, supplanting it. We are building something Welcome upon the grave. It. May she rest in peace. I'll think you'll hate this radio. <laughs> Except this is a podcast, not a radio show. Yeah. But anyway, so what are we talking about this week, Ollie? So, well, each week we're going to be bringing like a, a separate thing, and we'll probably surprise each other at the end of each episode with. Like what we're going to be doing. I'm terrified she's been teasing us the whole week. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so obviously the first episode, you can't, you know what we're talking about, but like I thought this would be a fun starter one. So I bring, as my little show and tell for this week, mm-hmm. Camp Rock. 
the 2008 Disney Channel original movie. Mm-hmm. It's I'm gonna, I've got a few little facts here mm-hmm. to get in. So just before we like get into the bigger discussion. Okay. Uh, it, it was released in 2008. It was. The 73rd Disney Channel original movie. Uh-huh. Stars Demi Lovato, the Jonas Brothers, and resident Disney MILF Maria Canals Barrera, aka the mum from Wizards of Waverly Place, which, which means nothing to you. Yeah. We'll talk about this Yeah. <laughs> but for me, big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, queen. Um, it's the third highest viewed DCOM Disney Channel original movie. Of all time, behind High School Musical 2 and Wizards of Waverly Place, the movie. Well, I have seen High School Musical 2, so... Yeah, okay. As they began to shoot the movie in 2008, the Jonas Brothers were hot off their Burning Up tour, see what I did there, which featured guests like Demi Lovato, Miley Cyrus, Avril Lavigne, and mother herself, Taylor Swift. <gasps> what? Yeah. yeah, she was on that tour. Oh my god. This was... What? A Taylor Swift fact, I don't 2008, know. so we're talking... Oh, that... Self-titled era. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Um, Produced a successful sequel in 2010's Camp Rock 2, The Final Jam, and I'll admit, I kind of ended up down a rabbit hole here. Um, a singing competition spin-off called My Camp Rock, which aired exclusively for some reason in the UK. Right. And as multiple local language editions in Spain, France, Belgium, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, and Scandinavia, uh-huh. the season two UK finale was broadcast live from Riverside Studios in Hammersmith. Oh and if God. you're wondering, yes, I did also look up when this happened. It was 2010, and yes, I was too young to enter the contest, and I also did not, at the time, live in the country. But this <laughs> devastated me. Oh my God. Um, but... A tragedy. We could have had Ollie, the Camp Rock pop Demi Lovato was there. She showed what up. A tragedy. Why in the UK, of all places? That's I don't know. For some reason, that was, like, it was that in Spain that got two seasons. Everyone else was like a one-hit wonder. Damn. What, I whatever. guess we just really like Camp Rock. Yeah. I, 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 never in the US. Only in Europe. It's... What a strange okay, place. Um, normally, before we start the main part of the episode, this is where we would take your viewer questions. Mm-hmm. But of course we're just starting since there's no questions. Yeah. Um, but so I guess we'll just, you know, launch straight into the discussion, if you're ready. Yeah, so I think in, in our planning for this episode, we said we're going to split into two kind of sections. So the first half we're going to have a little more lighthearted discussion then we're going to kind of go a little bit more in depth around kind of the the culture the the deeper questions of mm-hmm. you know the importance of stuff too but you know we're, gonna, that's it. we're not going to tease it too much yeah it's, it's going to be exciting we're going to have people with, keep listening yeah with time yeah so i think well we, i think we should probably start with I think each week we'll probably, I'll, I'll ask you or you will ask me your opinion first, because I think that's the more fun thing to talk about. Okay. I present this to you. What did you think of Camp Rock as we watched it quite drunk? <laughs> well, I say... <laughs> Set the scene. So, for context, we, it was, what, Saturday night? Mm-hmm. Um, last Saturday night. And we'd scheduled this in as our first experiencing of of the thing for the podcast so yeah. it was all very exciting and Ollie was like should we get a bottle of wine and I was like if you insist because <laughs> as usual I know you pretty well at this point mm-hmm. if you have accepted that you're gonna drink at all that evening it means you're gonna drink like I feel like if you didn't want to not drink at all you wouldn't have had any alcohol that evening yeah so but I was pretty you were fine yeah I, I've been trying, I've been, you know, I've been trying my best to, like, be kind of as, as sober as possible lately, mm-hmm. so my tolerance has gone to fucking shit. 
I'd like it on the record that I used to have a pretty good tolerance. Yeah. And now I've had I had a bottle of wine and I passed out so much <laughs> that I locked my boyfriend out of the house. So he just rang the doorbell like 30 times. Did not, did not get in, out in the cold, and I haven't heard the end of this. Every time I say like, oh, you know, the fridge is a bit cold or whatever, he's like, not as cold as, as the street uh, when, when your boyfriend locks you out the house. I had to get up to get him out, and I like woke from my slumber. Like, is, is that the doorbell? Oh my God, Lex. But the reason, the, the, to give you an example of how quickly Ollie fell asleep, We'd, you know... We got, we got to the <laughs> point in the night that always happens. We were watching Taylor Swift music videos. Um, and then it was at the end, I was like, right, I'm going to go downstairs, I'm going to, like, do my skincare routine, um, and then I'll come up. And in the five minutes it took for me to go downstairs, yeah. do my skincare routine, and come back upstairs, Ollie was, like, conked out on yeah. the sofa. I, like, poked him a few times, I, like, Dead. prodded him, nothing. I was yeah. like... Well, I guess Ollie's sleeping on the sofa tonight, but I was like, well, I know Lex is outside, so I'll leave his phone next to him so Lex can ring him. But Ollie always keeps his phone on yeah, silence. Exactly. <laughs> so he slept through it completely. Yeah. But anyway, oh moving on from our anyway experience yeah. of the watching the movie, my actual experience of watching the movie, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. Which kind of, I feel like, goes against the antithesis. It, no, it is, it is the antithesis of this podcast. I think... The point is that you wouldn't normally have watched it if I didn't yeah. recommend it okay. to you, or you might have thought that you wouldn't like it. Mm-hmm. I, I think it would be boring if we came here every time and I was like, you're not going to like this, and you'd be like, yeah, you were right, actually. Yeah. I fucking hated this. I mean, there are going to be things that do. Oh, for it, sure, yeah. and I, I'm preparing for next week. I don't know what it is, but... I, I don't think you'll hate it. But anyway, um, so I, I really like things that are really, like, pardon the pun, but really camp. Um, <laughs> so, uh, like, I enjoyed the fact it, like, really leaned into what it was. Like, I don't was... know if it was. Oh, I, but I, I, I really seen... think it was 100% intended as, like, pretty serious. Okay. Not, like, ser- okay, ser- obviously it's not trying to be a serious drama, uh-huh. but a lot of the funniest bits in the movie to me are hilarious because I'm almost certain that it was not tongue-in-cheek. That's true. Okay. I, I take your point. It's like, it's like a camp reading. Yeah. That's true. Okay. I see where you're coming from, yeah. but also, as someone who, the only Disney Channel adjacent thing that I've ever watched is High School Musical, mm-hmm. so this was like something I'd never experienced before. Right, yeah. I felt like I was finally experiencing a part of culture <laughs> that I'd like never seen, um, so aggressively naughty. Yeah. It was amazing. Oh, the we'll get to that. F- I need the fashion. Yeah. Oh, the- I've, got, I've got a list. Okay. Do we want to do that now? Okay, let's do it. Um... At the risk of sounding my most aggressively homosexual right now, there's a couple slays, but honestly, there's so many bad ones, I, I can't count them all, so I'm just going to pick, okay. like, three. I'm going to, like, see, because I can't, okay. What? Oh, I don't have the pictures. Though. Oh, you don't have the pictures? Okay. No, I'm I just mean, gonna no one's going to be able to see them anyway, no, so I'm just going to do my, my, okay. my like, best. Ex- explain it to me. I'm going to close my eyes okay. and enter a zone. You're, you're, this will transport you back. Mm-hmm. Okay. My third one. Mm-hmm. It's only a split second, but Caitlin, the one who plays the piano or whatever, Caitlin Demi yes. Lovato's best friend in the film, I don't know the fucking actress's name, yeah. apologies, but I just couldn't be bothered. No. Um, for a split second she wears this pink and lime green, like, jazzercise outfit. Yes, I remember that one. I hated all it. It was so bad. To be honest, anything that character wore was... Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. No. It, for me, it's like, I mean, all of them wear those, like, three-quarter length trousers with, like, the little slit mm-hmm. in the bottom, and I'm like, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, cargo. Yeah. Um, two... 
Caitlin again, my biggest punching bag in this movie apparently, in a pink leopard print cardigan and matching gloves over a long sleeve t-shirt thing. Amazing. This is in the scene that we're going to talk about for like 10 minutes Amazing. probably. Amazing. Where she plays the piano. Amazing. Yeah. And then absolute worst sin in the movie to me, Joe Jonas in skinny white trousers with his <laughs> cap tucked into his back pocket. I remember like you playing that one out when we were watching it. I literally... I, 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 in whatever level of like drunkenness I was in, there was no way I was ever not going to notice that. It's the white skin. Not only the sin, as Gen Z is, the mm. sin of skinny jeans, yeah. but also white, not even like cream, white skinny jeans. Mm. What is wrong with you, sir? No, the worst part of it for me isn't even the like white skinny jeans. For me, it's the cap that's tucked into <laughs> yeah, the back of the. That's true. Like, at no point is there any irony in that or any like. Uh-huh. Like, I don't even know how I fit it in there. What is it with Does the he two- have a really small head? Maybe, but what is it with the 2000 caps? I feel like it was really thick, like you had the backwards I mean, it's kind cap. of a thing now again. But I think yeah, it's cooler. But people also don't wear them backwards. It's like <laughs> wearing... Oh, at least I don't see people wear them backwards, but it's like... No, no, you're right. It's just... That's, that's, you're, you're, you're spot on with that. I didn't even like... It's like that. a specifically naughty thing of putting caps where they're not meant to be. In your back pocket, or to the side, or... Backwards. You know what, I might have just not picked up on this, but I didn't see a fedora. And you know what, that is the worst sin of that I'm era. pretty sure there was one, but I couldn't point it out. Yeah, but <laughs> the worst sin is putting hats everywhere. Yeah, that's the worst thing the movie does, other than that perfect opposite. Anyway, that was just some outfits. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, we've covered, like, your basic, like, points about the film. Not saying, like, they were basic, I mean, <laughs> Overall, but <laughs> I had fun. I yeah, think you that's, had fun. Yeah. I mean, I literally gave it, my rating was like half a star higher than yours, so we had like about, about the same thing. Yeah. This. this was, I can't understate this, this was a formative movie for me. Yes. Maybe not on the level of like a few other things. Like, I was probably more of a high school musical kid, mm-hmm. definitely more of a Wizards of Waverly Place kid. Like, mm-hmm. there were things that were like way more up there, but when I think of like childhood things, I definitely remember, especially clips of this movie. I feel like I wa- I mostly watch this movie like halfway through, like I I just turn it on and it would be like the last twenty minutes of the film, and then I turn it on again and it was the first ten minutes, uh-huh. and then like, like I feel like I watch this out of order. I don't okay. think I ever sat down and watched this the whole way through. That's but, interesting. Um, yeah, we could talk about you know I mentioned this when we were. So, I know Ollie's type nowadays, right? And Ollie was like, before the movie got put in, he was like, guess which Jonas brother that I liked when I was a kid. And I was like, I don't know, like, we'll see what happens. <laughs> as soon as they come on screen, I'm like, it's Nick. Yeah. It is Nick Jonas, because he looks exactly like your boyfriend now. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it was, um, it was bad. I mean, I bought a Jonas Brothers magazine when I was a kid. Uh, somehow my parents didn't know I was gay and- YOU DIDN'T KNOW YOU WERE GAY! <laughs> I just don't understand this, how you can go into a shop hey. and be like, I'm gonna buy that Jonas Brothers magazine and not consider the fact it was because you were attracted to Nick Jonas. I just, I didn't, the thought didn't cross my mind as a kid. No. I was just like, they're neat. They're I neat. like them. I like this. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I don't know. It was, it was something that, like, I remember the, the Jonas Brothers and this movie is like one thing that was like sort of a part of my life at that point. But I, ha- I hadn't revisited it in ages, so it was actually really fun to go back and watch it again yeah. as an adult. Uh-huh. Especially like a bit tipsy and like uh, laughing quite a bit at it. I like, can imagine like, 
because obviously I did watch High School Musical. Going back and watching that now would just be a okay. blast. I think the original High School Musical actually it's got elements of the same kind of like they all have the same sort of like scene structure and like line readings and like things like that. Mm-hmm. You can always tell you're watching a Disney Channel original film. Oh yeah. But the first High School Musical, especially also the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, are actually, I think, quite good films. The second one is great. What a fantastic film. Uh-huh. The third one has one of the best songs in the whole franchise, but not as good as the other one. The one with um, Sharpay, um, where she's uh, uh, dancing. I can't remember. The, the one with Sharpay, which is The one with Sharpay. I can't remember what it's called. I, I trust you. Um, where, where she's talking about wanting to be famous. Anyway, that's a really good song. Yeah. Point is, um, like, all of them are kind of like, similar in a way, mm-hmm. but I think you could go back and watch the original High School Musical, and the second one especially, and still be like, okay, this is a couple of the yeah. other ones. But, also, Wizards of Waverly Place in the movie, just okay. saying. On the topic of songs, what is your favourite song from Camp Rock? Um, that's like picking between my least favourite children. I just couldn't, I didn't like <laughs> Do you any. think they're really bad? I don't think, okay. To be fair, there's no standout songs, I'll give you that. Uh, my favourite one's the one where Caitlin plays a keyboard. That, do, 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 that's do, 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 the best song, obviously. So that's an elite She's kit, really good. Oh, God, I can't wait to talk about that. Um, okay, obviously We Rock. But We, we Rock I think isn't we... actually a good... <laughs> it's alright. It's the most standout song from the film, which I think by definition, if you can't remember the others, that means they probably weren't very good. Also, viewer at home who's screaming the Camp Rock song. It's not in this movie. Yeah, it's in the sequel. Uh-huh. So we can't talk about it. I, I gen- my memory was that it was in this movie. I, completely, I must have seen either online or at some point a clip from the second movie and I just assumed it was in the first one. But Well, I was talking to some people today and I was like, oh, we're going to be talking about Camp Rock on a podcast and they instantly just started doing the dance. Yeah, it's um, hilarious. It's, uh, it's if such a culture. If we ever do Camp Rock 2... We're, we're gonna like absolutely like talk about that. Okay. But I, yeah, no, I guess we rock. Also, can't remember her name, but one of the people who is like part of the popular group or whatever, she has her oh, like sleigh moment at the end. Yes. That was a pretty good her song. Solo moment, she yeah. she really like she ate that. Yeah. Um. Okay. But like, yeah, I think I said that. What was your favorite? I would say we oh, rock. Oh, hold on. What about when the popular girl like talks about how popular she is? That song where she's like, oh. I'm loved by everyone, or whatever. Is that, that the one with the mirrors? No, before that, when, when Demi Vado's singing in the back. Oh, yeah, when she, oh my goodness, she's wearing the gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, that one. It, it, that was actually giving Sharpay. Mm-hmm. That was giving Sharpay. I'm realising as we speak now, we should probably give like, a random beat by beat, like just just like a general idea of what happens in this film. I Demi couldn't Lovato, tell you. <laughs> as I said that, I was like, how do I put this in my head? Um, Demi Lovato is Mitchy, I believe her name is. Sure. And she go really wants to go to to Camp Rock. Uh-huh. All she wants to do is go to to Camp Rock. But oh, she keeps on talking to her parents about it. And her mum gets in because she's a caterer, and yeah. she's like, oh. We can go now. And let me tell you, Camp Rock is a strict fucking social hierarchy. If you're poor, you're <laughs> no one in this, in this fucking place. Just the blatant classism it's, was hilarious. It's absurd. Like, to, to a ridiculous level. Uh-huh. Like, all the popular people are rich, and Mitchie has to essentially disguise herself as a Nepo baby. Mm-hmm. That's the plot of this movie. She yeah. disguises herself as a Nepo baby. Um, 
And it has the classic like, oh, she's pretending to love, she should just be herself. And then everyone has, she has like the, everyone discovers and Joe Jonas gets mad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we can just cut out a whole big yeah. fat section in the middle uh-huh. that does nothing. Um, and and then, then she gets kicked out of um, Final Jam. Yes, because she stole a friendship bracelet. But she didn't actually steal the friendship yeah. bracelet. And it was the popular girl uh-huh. who like sabotaged her or whatever. And then the popular girl... No, they have the final rock thing, or whatever they call it. The popular girl has, like, a massive mess at the end, and then she apologises to Mitchie, but then Mitchie and Caitlin come on, and they do this song, and then Joe Jonas and Demi Lovato, like, mm-hmm. touch hands and link hands on stage, um, and he knows all the lyrics to her song somehow that she's yeah, been teasing throughout the whole nice. film, and then they sing We Rock, and that's the film. Yeah. Like, there's, there's this whole, like, like almost, like, Cinderella plot shoved into it, where it's like, who's the girl who was singing? Who fits the glass slipper? Like, yeah. who is it? Who sings as I, well as Demi Lovato? You know, somehow I did not even pick up on the, like, Cinderella aspect of that. I, I just, I think I just made that connection in my head. Yeah. Now. I don't even know if that was, like, a an intended, like, reference, but it I'm going to tell like you it. it probably was. Yeah. Like, it was very, like, ooh, who is it? Who is it actually? And then when she reveals herself, Joe is like, oh my god, yeah, I'm loving this. Yeah, let's hold hands on stage and, like, look real. Yeah. Okay, so what are our favourite scenes? Okay, so this is where we obviously have to talk about... The thing is, I feel like all my favourite stuff in this movie is, like, crammed into, like, a middle (laughs) section of it. So, like, we could just talk about, like, the 10-second, like, 20-second clip Mm -hmm. where they're in the cabin, couldn't tell you the comp, I don't know why they're there. (laughs) Um, they're all preparing for Final Jam, so they want to find all anyone in this fucking camp cares about. Mm-hmm. Final Jam, and if you're poor, apparently, are the only things they care about here. Yeah. Um, not how they dress. Um, <laughs> so it's it's just, you know, everyone's showing off a talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's her face? Terrible dress of Caitlyn. Caitlyn, yeah. Kate, no, it's Caitlyn. Is it Caitlyn or Caitlyn? I'm sure it's Caitlyn, right? Okay. I, 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 I who, who cares? No one's going to check us. No. Caitlyn goes up. Does her little fit. You've seen this. This is a meme. This is the most famous yeah. scene. Uh, that was the only thing. I didn't realise that was from Camp Rock. And then I heard the noise and I was like, I know this. She's really She's good. really good. Burst out laugh. Even if I wasn't drunk, I would have like, laughed at that. It's uh, just everyone takes it so seriously. I feel like we're going to keep quoting that over the next like few months. Oh, we, like, we have the possibility here to have a soundboard for the first time. She's really good. And this that will be on there. Like, I'm going to be abusing that soundboard when I figure out how to use it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um... Yeah, that, and then that's immediately followed by whatever major loser, I can't do that. It, it's, it's like, a, so imagine, so, for, I mean, I was going to say for podcast lessons, but everyone is a podcast <laughs> But, like, when you have, like, you're doing your guide's promise, but then you spell out. You were a scout? Oh, shut up. Oh, that should be a, that should be a, um, sound. Um, movie. and you, you make a W with your fingers, it's like, whatever, one way around, it's, and you hold it up to your forehead, and then you turn it the other way around, <laughs> and it's like, major, and then you make the L sign on your forehead, the loser, loser. and you're like, and whatever, major, like, loser. And then she's like, that's so last summer or something. Yeah. Like, Demi, like, like ooh, roasted, <laughs> the popular girl. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm hilarious. also going to keep doing that. <laughs> I feel um, like, whatever What comes around... Wait, goes around, comes around. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to be, like, facing each other in the flight, going, whatever, whatever major loser. loser. <laughs> can you even do that correctly? No. Anyway. See, I can actually use my fingers to do the, the thing, so I'm going to be better than you. And then oh. um, you can tell me it was so last week or whatever. <laughs> so last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 
Obviously that scene. Um, do you remember any other scenes from this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, except the dance scene. And the only remember reason I remember the dance scene is because I turned to you and you were doing every single move oh, to the Wii Rock dance. Yeah, no, perfectly. I, I know the Wii Rock dance. Uh huh. Not to brag, brag, brag. Which um, I think is hilarious and so not what I expect. This just goes to show. Did you make a concerted effort to learn the moves? No. You just know them. Absolutely not. That's wild. Yeah. I don't think I can do that for any movie. I don't think I ever watched anything enough where I'd know like the dance moves from it. Oh, I can do that for for a lot. Of, it's n- it just is not me bragging by the way. This is absolutely not an impressive. Story. <laughs> this just shows you Guys, how much nonsense I watch in my head. Yeah, Ollie's good. Ollie would be the cool kid at Camp Rock because he knows all of the dance moves already. No, I wouldn't because I'm I'm not the richest person at <laughs> Camp Rock. The coolest person at Camp Rock apparently has to be a fucking billionaire. Yeah. Or they have to be like Taylor Swift's sister. To or be something. fair, you're kind of a nepo baby if you think harder. <laughs> So maybe you are, you know. Yeah. Um, okay, so what else do we want to talk about? Um, should oh, we... actually, hold on. What? There's another scene I want to talk about. Okay. You know the scene where, so they're doing a little bit of like romantic, like exposition, backstory sort of thing, and they go like rowing on the ocean, and Joe and, and Demi Lovato are like, that scene was fucking hilarious to me. I can't Just like what happened. on green screen lake. Oh my god. I was, no, because I said, that's on green screen. You're like, no, that's a real lake. And I was like, no, Ollie, really, that's green screen. And then I realised what it actually was, which is just a set with like, maybe like a shallow pool and then like uh-huh. either a green screen or like some sort of like <laughs> matte painting in the background. Which is like so Disney Channel. I say that Extremely. as someone who doesn't know Disney and Channel. And you haven't even seen like, these are like the movies that they send straight to... To, D- to like DVD or to like mm-hmm. air straight on the channel. You haven't seen the ones that are just episodes that are part of the show that they've edited together to make like an event movie. And those, I remember there was a Good Luck Charlie one and they were on the beach and it, I could have filmed it. Like it literally looked like an iMovie movie <laughs> when I was five. Incredible. Like, Incredible. Right. Um, anyway. Should we cut to a quick break? Yeah. Um, so let's do it. Yeah. I'd like you to talk to me a little bit more about kind of the Disney Channel canon because Mm -hmm. so for a little more context I only grew up with as children's kind of channels go Mm -hmm. CBBC, CITV, CBBS and Milkshake so I didn't experience kind of any of the Disney Channel culture as I was growing up outside my parents buying me the high school so I knew a few shows I knew like was like Blue Peter part of that? Yeah, that was yeah, like, so I knew and Blue... Horrible History. And Horrible History. Yeah. I what other shows were there? Because I didn't. Oh, Tracy Beaker. Mm-hmm. Um, you put me on the spot. <laughs> um, there was just like there was like a lot of game shows where like they could put kids in dungeons and stuff, um, <laughs> which sounds like threatening. Um, animated stuff. I remember there being one called oh, it's like animals wearing underpants or something. Oh. Um, I mean, I did watch a lot of, like, the young kids stuff, like, In the yeah. Night Garden was my shit. Yeah, yeah. Ali Tubby's, mm-hmm. fucking Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh my god, um, I loved the Sarah Jane Adventures and, mm-hmm. um, Am I High? Yeah. So that, that was what I grew up on, whereas you had, like... Okay, so for me, okay, my biggest, so I, I kind of had 
mainly Disney Channel and Nickelodeon. Mm -hmm. So I watched Victorious, I watched iCarly was a big thing for me as a kid. Yeah. Um, that was probably one of my favourite shows. Um, and Victorious obviously was like... So I, the thing is, I know... It feels weird to me sometimes because I know a lot of... Or like I knew a lot of these very famous stars now. Mm -hmm. Back when they weren't really super big stars. Yeah. Which really wasn't that long ago at all. No. Like even Demi Lovato was like... Within, I mean, between like 2008 this movie came out, right? Yeah, so. like uh, 15 years... 15 years ago, um, damn, I didn't even time it that way, it's the anniversary, 15 years ago, uh -huh. <laughs> um, was, you know, her big break for Camp Rock. Yeah, but I feel like, or at least the way I experience the internet, and mm -hmm. maybe it's because it's very Americanized, that is the experience of most people our age now, and I think there's also been a resurgence, like, especially TikTok and stuff mm -hmm. like that, with, like, clips like the she's really good yeah. kind of clip like a circulating online mm -hmm. i always see lots of references in like oh my god childhood nostalgia it's always a lot of stuff that i feel like i personally can't relate to just because i never had mm -hmm. disney channel never had nickelodeon yeah. um stuff like that so well because obviously everyone's going to have their own like local language things that they or like yeah. country things mm -hmm. that they watched mm -hmm. whereas i feel like american tv in america like there was disney there wasn't just disney channel there was Disney Channel UK, which What's is it? a different, it's a different which is why they were, my Camp Rock was part of that. Uh, it's it's technically see. a subdivision of that channel. That's uh -huh. why it didn't air there, because it was just a, a Disney Channel UK yeah. original series thing. I, I'm, I guess I'm like, it's almost, it almost feels like Disney Channel specifically, mm -hmm. because obviously there's Disney films themselves, which are quite different, because like, the Cinderella. Well, they were, is... they were mostly theatrically released. Yeah, exactly. Whereas Disney Channel films, I feel like have a specifically, or at least a, 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 in a limited sense, a transnational oh, kind of. All the big ones. Yeah, are. a kind of they they've created almost like a transnational collective yes. experience of teenager. Yeah, so it, it like, I guess like. For someone who maybe like sits outside of that, it, I find it very interesting. Well, I mean, for example, yeah, I'm half Italian. Yes, exactly. I watched all of this stuff. To be clear, was stuff that most of it I watched when I lived in Italy. Mm -hmm. So like, I wasn't even in the UK when I watched Camp Rock. Mm -hmm. And so. I mean, what is the children's TV like in Italy? Like, is there kind of the yes. CBBC? Weird. There's a lot, of, what, a lot of weird <laughs> shit. I mean. I I couldn't tell you one of them. Yeah. But my my parents, I was lucky enough to have Sky, mm -hmm. um, which is mostly a Europe thing. Yeah. Um. So I through Sky I had access, especially to Disney Channel. I I can't honestly remember if Nickelodeon was part of it or if I um, watched it through other means. Um, <laughs> but it was like yeah, it was I had access to that through. Sky mainly, which was yeah. essentially, like, even if it was a European thing, it was mostly, even now, designed as, like, a pipeline for a lot of American, like, HBO still doesn't exist in the UK for some reason, which yeah. is why all HBO shows are so difficult to watch, because mm -hmm. they're all on Sky Atlantic or whatever, Yeah. Um, which means I, I kind of have a adult version of what you had, I guess, now. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't have Sky anymore. Yeah. So I feel like everyone's talking about The Last of Us. I'm like, 
I mean, I know I could watch it other ways, but I can't be, I can't be bothered, mm -hmm. and it's not right. <laughs> um, like, I... Like, I feel like that, that, like, I'm experiencing basically what a lot now, what that was, like, in the sense, like, it's, it's like a pipeline of certain American things. That, yeah, like, but, but feeling part of this kind of international community mm -hmm. of Gen Z. Right. But I think that comes with a caveat because, I mean, the first thing I want to talk about is like the the geographical boundaries because we when we mm -hmm. talk transnational here obviously we're not talking about transnational across all nations in the world because of you know various reasons such yeah. as censorship such as i would say kind of like technological privilege in mm -hmm. uh, over living in some countries than the others mm -hmm. this kind of i guess like collective I, i'm going to call it a collective like, consciousness like i think there's a there was a preference at the time for English-speaking countries. Yeah, exactly. So, like, especially the UK, Australia, you know, mm -hmm. like, you would get yeah. that stuff. Yeah, so we're talking, like, a, a geographical privilege here. We're talking a language privilege mm -hmm. uh, and also an economic privilege, even within, kind of, say, you're a person in the UK, because obviously... I mean, cable, I, I don't actually know how it works. You pay for, like, a TV licence. Is it the same in the mm, US? It's like, I want to say it's like a satellite thing. Okay. Um, but is it... Is it we're outing ourselves right now. I literally don't know how TV works in the US. But, but we can talk from our UK perspective. In, like, you know, Freeview yeah. <laughs> is more, like... I, I mean, it's cheaper than Sky. Yeah. So there, there must be some sort of economic divide between people who feel mm -hmm. like they can move within these spaces yeah. and talk about Disney Channel and nowadays have that like naughty nostalgia to Disney Channel kind of thing yeah. um, and the people who grew up less economically privileged. Yeah. So I think that's worth kind of bringing up, especially within the context of this film, when it's specifically talking about economic privilege, really. Yeah. I mean, like... If we want to, if we really want to, okay, if we want to do, like, a deep reading of this film, which we can do. Yeah. Because I, like, people might call it, be like, oh, pretentious film studies student, whatever. Yeah. I deeply believe that you could look at almost any film, even subconsciously has some sort of idea that it's yeah. presenting. Whether, I think in this case it's mostly subconscious. Mm -hmm. I don't think the film is trying to make some argument about no, necessarily class privilege, but I think there might so be happy. ingrained ideas of like popular equals rich and people know this. Yeah. So we can just put this plot point in there and people won't mm -hmm. necessarily, especially then, exactly. see it as like I, a I, weird thing. Yeah, I think something's ha something interesting is happening on two levels here because the first thing I would say is that what you've kind of just said, these films aren't created within a vacuum. They're influenced by the ideas kind of circulating in society at the time. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't say it's necessarily making an argument kind of for or against yeah. discriminating against. I, okay, I guess it is kind of against. No, I think it's yeah. against it. Yeah. But I think it doesn't, it doesn't like introduce, it's not like it's introducing a new world. No. Where this is some alternate version of reality where mm -hmm. money is or everything or yeah. like whatever. It's supposed to be a, rep a representation that a kid would look at and be like, yeah, this, this is like how I mm -hmm. view the world or whatever. Mm -hmm. I actually feel like, I think this film is a scathing critique of the music <laughs> industry. Like, the fact that, like, everyone who's popular and important at Camp Rock is a Nepo baby. Yeah. 
Like, but also, I mean, I don't know because it's not. Silly. Even the even the British, like the token British music producer, who's in every one of these uh-huh. for some reason, is related to. The, he's like, isn't he the Jonas Brothers' uncle or something? What, yeah. Connect Free, whatever the fuck yeah. they're called. Like, even he probably has his job because of the Jonas Brothers. Uh-huh. But also, I mean, I think it would have been interesting to have because all these people are still super talented, and mm. it's not kind of showing that. Other aspect of it, maybe like an untalented rich person who just kind of gets. But like, maybe, maybe no, this. I mean, the rich person isn't that good. <laughs> no, well, she, she's fine. She's fine. Um, she's all right. Yeah, but I don't know. I think I think it's really interesting. And then, what kind of message is that? What kind of message about class identity is that interpolating into the minds of the young children watching it? And and that's kind of. Well, I'd like to ask you this question: What kind of message about? Class. Like I'm being <laughs> Ollie, as someone who <laughs> had the privilege of having access to Disney Channel as a child, yeah. kind of thing. Um, but no, I, this is an interrogation, I promise. What, what do you think? What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, what kind of message about class divide is this giving to the young children watching it? I think, well, I think it's simpler than that. I think the film is basically saying... Like, it's, it's doing, like, the typical, like, be yourself mm-hmm. thing. And in this case, I guess the film is arguing that it doesn't matter that she's from a poor background, it doesn't matter that she doesn't have a connection to mm-hmm. a famous person or whatever. Mm-hmm. Her talent speaks for itself. Now, I would argue that her talent does not speak for <laughs> itself. I, no, no, no shade to Demi Lovato, uh-huh. but, like, she's not, like, in this movie they act like she's, like, a gift from God in the music. Yeah. Like, the music talent. She's alright. Yeah. But I think that's what the film is arguing. I think it's more interesting what the film subconsciously wants to tell us about society, Mm -hmm. which is what it doesn't foreground, which is I don't think there's any moment in the film where it really discusses why there's that. Why is she so popular because she's rich? And like, like, Mm -hmm. whatever. Like, it's. Is it, is, it, is it something that is accurate? Like, would that actually be the case? Like, yeah. I think you could maybe make an argument that some of them, like, I think you could make a very successful argument that, like, it is true that the music industry is full of, like, people who have gone ahead because of connections. Yes, or, like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, and, like, money or whatever. Uh-huh. Would that translate to them being popular amongst just a group of regular teenagers? Maybe not. No. But within the context of, like, Camp rock. Uh-huh. I think it might actually kind of be accurate. It almost. Always, I don't know if this is stretching it a little bit far, but it's almost like if everyone in the music industry, when they're like twenty five, was a, a sixteen year old, mm-hmm. um, and she's like the one person that isn't like a nepo baby. Yeah. Is that is that stretching it too far? Or do you think that kind of because they, they are almost acting like these oh I guess I know because then you get the early 2000s where you literally just have like child stars yeah. and child singers and stuff like that so mm-hmm. maybe maybe I'm wrong maybe just ignore all of what I just said I feel like I don't know it's interesting to like view it as like well I actually have a I actually have a point that I was going to make later on but I might as well just bring it up now mm-hmm. apparently according to a recently resurfaced interview from Wild Chat Sports and husband mm-hmm. Selena Gomez was originally the frontrunner for the lead. Interesting. But she gave up the role for her friend Demi Lovato as she knew she was next in line and she'd already had her big break with Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh. Which is 
obviously very nice yes. for, for her to do. Uh-huh. But interesting from the point of view of like, Demi Lovato was an unknown talent at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. And she was, I, uh, don't quote me on this, I, I don't think she'd done Sonny with a chance yet. I can't remember You're what she done. Talking to a wall. That's her Disney Channel show. Or whatever. Okay. Um, I don't know that she'd done it yet. Um, maybe even quickly. <laughs> yeah. um, but she wasn't like she was clearly with at the same point just before Selena, Selena Gomez had had her big break because it's a wavy place. But bef- like just before then, they were basically probably around the same point. Whereas the Jonas Brothers were obviously already well known. Like I said, they just come off like. I think they'd done two albums at that point. They had, like, this was, like, their third tour or whatever. They were all, like, like with that photo that I showed you earlier of them. Uh-huh. Like, Nick Jonas is, like, 14. Yeah. Like, they're so young. And for they're, they're, like, an example of, I don't know, like, getting ahead in the industry. Like, in a certain, like they have a certain, like, it's almost like the behind-the-scenes of this movie mirrors a lot of the story on the actual in the actual film. Mm-hmm. Demi Lovato was an unknown quantity mm-hmm. and they were like super big. big. Stars. Yeah. And the film kind of mirrors that in a way where by the end she becomes a big deal. Yeah. Kind I, of right after this film. I have just looked it up. So Sonny with a chance the first um, season was aired in November two thousand nine. So that would mean it came after. out a year after. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think there's an interesting because there's, I know there's lots of talk about like kind of the role of stardom in film and TV and whatever, and I think that kind of gains another level when you then have like child stardom. What's the role of child stardom mm. in media? Like, obviously, kind of the easy answer is well, they're stars. People who are a fan of the Jonas Brothers are then going to go and watch this film with the Jonas Brothers yeah. in. Um, it, 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 I but, think it's one of those things where. I don't know if this was... I, I guess we'd have to, like, ask people who were, like, of older generations. Mm-hmm. Like, was this something that happened as... Because I feel like right now, a huge number of big names in the industry mm-hmm. were people that st- had their... Like, began in shows like this. Yeah. Like, Ariana Grande was in Victorious. Mm-hmm. And then now she's, like, one of the biggest, like, musicians mm-hmm. of her era. Yeah. Fucking Zendaya, living God on Earth... <laughs> Yes. was in Shake It Up. Uh-huh. Um, Selena Gomez did a few songs for that. Yeah. Selena Gomez, uh-huh. who is uh, obviously incredibly successful. Yeah. Um, Miley Lovato, Cyrus. Oh, Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. Yeah. Like, the, I get the Jonas Brothers even, like, they, they made their way up a lot through Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. Zac Efron, Vanessa Hudgens, mm. if you want to, like, include them. Like, <laughs> Do you want to include Vanessa Hudgens? Uh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people are going to die. <laughs> And that's like inevitable. <laughs> no, I can't. Not. Um, <laughs> Moving something from that. But um, they um, like there's so many examples of people we could talk about. There's probably a ton that have just escaped my mind. Yeah, and that's one of the things I think I was thinking about while I was watching it as well. With like, you kept on asking me, I, I "Is this like, someone is, I should know?" Because I'm also like not caught up with. I feel like this is just a fact of Sadie's life. Like, she just doesn't know what's going on in pop culture, like, mm. most of the time. So I was like, is there someone famous now? And you were like, no. I was like, should I, should I know who he is? And you're like, no, don't worry. Um, the only one I recognised that wasn't Danny Lovato and the Jonas Brothers was the mum from This Is The Way You Play. Okay. And I still couldn't tell you her name. I just looked it up, like, for this. But yeah. Queen. But, yeah. but that's probably the 
probably. I think she was. She did a bunch of funny TikToks at one point. I remember. I think it was like during lockdown. I love that. But um, yeah, no, it's like I, 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 I feel like those two are the only famous parents from Disney Channel. That and the hot dad from Good Luck Charlie. But um, literally, yet again. Again, another thing that like, see, to me, this is like, I don't know. Actually, you know what? I, I would say like a lot of people who are like some of my closest friends or like closest people in my life would did not watch. Disney Channel or yeah. Nickelodeon. There are some people that I can talk to, I will make a reference like that and they will fully uh-huh. get it off hand. But yeah. it's not like, it's not something I do that often because I don't want to like... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to think back. When I was younger, I definitely was aware of the existence of Disney Channel. I think like, a lot of people were aware of like Hannah Montana. Yeah, I remember, so the reason I knew about it actually was because my grandparents had Sky. So whenever me mm. and my family would go visit my grandparents, then I remember it was really exciting because I get to watch things yet again, this is wild, like Spongebob. Yeah. Which I didn't grow up with. Like, really? I, I watched it at my grandparents, but I would not say it was a regular feature of See, my childhood. Spongebob, especially the Spongebob movie, mm-hmm. formative parts of my childhood. Yeah, which is like, really interesting. But th- then I would say, maybe as a result of being with my... Like, it would be me and my brother watching kind mm-hmm. of these things. I don't think he would have wanted to watch any Disney Channel stuff that no. was on. Like, if we turned it on and it was like, good luck, Charlie, and then I'd be like, eh, no, something else. I also don't think it was, like, the kind of TV show that I was addicted to. Did you know like, about The Sweet Life? I vaguely had heard of it. Yeah. I, like, I know the names of various shows, yeah. and they were definitely talked about, and, like, I probably had some friends who had Sky mm-hmm. who'd talk about these things, but... I just think it's really interesting how, like, we, you know, obviously, like, we're, like, such close friends, but, like, we, our child, our childhood, like, film, actually, you know what, I think film-wise, we probably have quite a bit of overlap. You loved a lot of, like, Disney Channel, not Disney Channel, Disney, Disney animated, animated films. films. yeah. Big part of my childhood, too. Uh-huh. Um, so there's a lot of overlap, I think, film-wise, especially, and mm-hmm. probably, like, other TV shows. Yeah. But in this specific sector, it's, like, a blank space no. for you and, like, a blank space for me. Um, when, like when I'm it. like Tracy Beaker did you ever watch Tracy Beaker I don't know what that is is it a spin off of the Muppets I don't that's wild I don't know what that is we need to have like I feel like there needs to be more maybe I'm just on the wrong side of the internet but more talk online about like Tracy I mean obviously Horrible History bring it back <laughs> uh, but I think we need to talk more about Tracy Beaker I don't know what she's doing because then they the had like Danny's house because it was I can't remember right Danny something the yeah. actress of Tracy Beaker uh-huh. maybe I'll get you to watch Tracy Beaker at some point and this could be yeah but, yeah. Why not? I will at some point. We'll, we'll, you know, do a bunch of other stuff first, but at some point I'll probably get back to some sort of business yeah. thing. And I think maybe, um, kind of your, your kind of, the space you're occupied as like a transnational person, almost, um, kind of maybe because of it being a transnational medium is something that you could, you could have in all of these countries, whereas like people in, Italy aren't watching Tracy Beaker. It's a very much UK people that is true. born and raised. Well, not necessarily born, but like. I think it's also a product of like even when I was in Italy, I speak Italian with my dad. Mm-hmm. But as a family, are mo- we mostly speak in English, especially yeah. to each other, um, except for with my dad. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't really watching a lot of TV that was Italian language. Yeah. It was Amer- American mostly mm-hmm. English language. My mum will scream at me if I claim anything other than, like, that, that she didn't teach me English. She did teach me English. Yes. But I would argue that a good chunk of it also came from 
watching things like, you know, Disney Channel things and other things too. Mm-hmm. But that's why I think a couple times people, I obviously have a very British accent, but people have said that I say Americanisms or I say yeah. certain like, or I say things with like an American cadence or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just because that, I think with like the syntax of those words yeah. is like something that... I think that's also sentence. really interesting because I've heard some like friends of mine or whatever, or just generally people online, who learn English as their second language mm-hmm. say that they know it because they watched American TV when they were growing up. Yeah. So I think that also maybe I used to know someone who learned English from YouTube. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I think like maybe the the way that we can understand Disney Channel as maybe occupying this transnational space and what it does in this transnational space. It like obviously the transnational space has boundaries which we've covered, but also provides, I don't want to say opportunities because it implies kind of English is something that you need to learn, but like it acts as a medium where people can learn English as a a second language, which, you know, sadly in today's society is a very kind of valuable language to have because it's, it makes it a little easier to kind of get jobs and all of that. And you can make arguments that shows like this have enabled yeah does it have kind of a a naturalizing does um, it actually have like kind of a quite like i don't want to say sinister but like kind of like a like i don't know like the fact that like having like the fact that this is something that's so Mm -hmm. diffused and like Mm -hmm. like it's so like a wide experience that people know does that continue to reinforce like english is like such a like everyone has to know english language when like should or, that be the case, or should English people also have to learn other languages for a change? Or? Okay, I think it's quite interesting, kind of related to that, as an exportation of American exceptionalism. Oh, here we go. I knew you were <laughs> going to somehow get this onto American history. If we hadn't mentioned it by now, I'd say you successfully. Specifically 18th century American yeah. history. But, you know, we're delving a little bit into the 21st century. But no, I actually, okay, I think this is a good point, because... Um, they're very American value shows as well. Like, it's very mm-hmm. clearly American. And you hear of a lot of people our age or older. I mean, it's been going on for, you know, generations back mm-hmm. until, like... I mean, you've got the whole, like, old world, new world dichotomy, especially, like, end of the 19th, early 20th century. A lot of immigrants were going across to the United States to mm-hmm. kind of... What they imagined was have a better life. Yeah. Um, so I think that, that that kind of through line is continued on by this exportation of Americanness and these American mm-hmm. TV shows that children are then like, wow, in America they have these cool camps yeah. where, where, and it looks so exciting and everyone makes friends and everyone makes up in the end because even like the, the bad character yeah. eventually in the end apologises um, yeah. and maybe this is the easy lessons easy like yeah like simple moral ideas Uh and views yeah and then and then it's also kind of exporting the english language what kind of idea of america is this show also presenting how did we end up here (laughs) see this is the beauty of i think you'll hate this yeah that we'll start talking about horrendous outfits and getting drunk watching a Disney Channel original movie and we'll end up on topics of transnational, <laughs> I, like, divides and um, and things that are, like, 
you know, communicated subtly through yeah. you know what, messaging. I, you know, I always say in the flat, like, everything leads back to Taylor. And for me, everything leads back to American history. And what yeah. have we mentioned in this episode? American history and Taylor. <laughs> so it's, exactly. It's going to happen. I mean, how did we not join this? Like, it's, it's going to happen. It was going to mention it. Yeah. Okay. Should we wrap things up then? Yeah. Um... So, I am very curious now that obviously this would be the time that we would rank things yeah. as we've spoken about in our trailer and like other things we would put mm-hmm. this on something we have, or who knows, like some giant yeah. fucking wall of, I don't know, like, yarn or something. <laughs> I don't we'll, we'll, we'll accept names, just basically we're going to rank everything and we want a name for our board. Yeah. So it's going to be called the, the board, the, the what great, would you say, Great Board of Yarn. Ball of Yarn. Unless board someone yarn. else sends in a better suggestion for Please what we should do. call this board. Or I will. Um, but obviously, uh, I'm going to put it at the top. For now, yeah, obviously. It's at the, for the top. Now, for now, <laughs> my default cat is at the top right now. Yeah. However, now is the time for the big reveal. The big reveal. Okay, okay I'm excited. Do what you, are we doing? Next? Do you have any guesses? Do you have any inklings? So of... all I know is that you texted me that say keep Monday evening <laughs> open. So I know that it's something that's going to take up time together. Mm-hmm. I I was really scared yesterday that you guessed it already. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. Um. Okay, I'll give you a clue. Um, it's something you watch. Okay. Um, but it's not only a film. It's not only a film. Uh-huh. Something I watch that's not only a film. Like a TV show? Or, like, a YouTube video? Or... Uh, no. Well, it's not only a film. It is, or you mean, I like, guess... like, watching, with... like, like, out of a window? Or like... <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, let's give another one. Um... What? This will go on forever. Okay. I'm just gonna... We're watching Hamilton. <gasps> Wee! <laughs> okay. Okay, in the back of my mind, I was like, is she going to do Hamilton? Okay. Yeah, so w- when I say I've been emailing people over the last week to get kind of things. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're going to be talking about Hamilton. I, I can't, do you like Hamilton? Have you seen Never it? Never seen it. Okay, good, because I, I was really worried. No, I haven't seen it. Good. Oh, um, I'm very excited So this will this. be interesting. Yeah. Well, this is going to be a very, by design, Sadie coded episode. So oh, yeah. Get ready for more American history. Yeah, I love the American Revolution. I, I mean, as like a historical type of <laughs> I don't stand behind all the values of the American no, Revolution, to make that very, very clear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what we're going to be watching on Monday night. I ho- It's a long one, so I hope you're ready. We'll get some snacks. Oh, I'm prepared. Okay, good. We, we commit to this for this. Cool. Wow. Cool. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you. Yeah, for this is a pretty good first episode. I, I think I think we've been successful. Yeah, we'll really we'll refine things and we'll add the soundboard that everyone's dying to hear uh-huh. and stuff. We'll, but we'll edit it. Um, and really yeah, we hope. I mean, you heard it at the start, but enjoy our very lovely jingle to yeah. our, our homemade jingle to see you out, and we'll see you all next week. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening. We'd really appreciate it if you can share this podcast around. So send it to your friends, to your family, your dog, of course your goldfish. Um, you can find us on Instagram, threads and TikTok at you'll hate this pod, Twitter or X, whatever people are calling it nowadays, at you'll hate this underscore and also on YouTube. Um, and send us your questions and any business inquiries to I think you'll hate this pod at gmail.com. 
and of course listen to the next episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whichever you fancy. Links for everything will be in the description down below. And just a reminder that this podcast was hosted by Sadie Mansfield and Ollie Bingy and made possible thanks to the help and studio of KCL Radio. And finally, a big thanks to Lex Robertson for doing the art for the cover. And you can find him at Lex Robertson Art on Instagram. Mm-hmm.